Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hi, listen to us. Was just to see Phil do it and he does it every time. It's just brilliant. That's my bit done. You're, not, you're up now. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, in this week's podcast, I wrote the notes for the actual like content and Jen did the uh, intro slash outro bit, didn't you? Like, this is the bit that we're going to say. Yeah, so I give the valuable content this week. Yeah, hi, listen to us. That's what Jen's written. Oh no, she's written, hi, listen to us, dash, 21st of June. <laughs> That's the intro. Do you know what it means? I thought you were going to start singing there. Do you know what it feels like? Yeah, I think. Is that when we're coming out of lockdown by any chance? Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Anybody else? Put your hands in the air. If you were... Really don't care. (laughs) That's the song as well, isn't it? Yeah. I had a really good song for last week. Did you? Yeah. Too late, sorry, so we're on this week. You're not 19 forever. Yeah, I know, right? Jen, I'd have actually, do you know what, out of all the episodes we've done, I'd have actually accepted that one. Thank you. Right, I'm, right. I don't have one for 20 either, so can we just pretend that this is podcast 19? I'm not looking forward to next week's. <laughs> next week's is literally why I started this. <laughs> I know it is. Oh, I'm retiring I want podcasts. everyone to message me your predictions of what next week's song is going to be. Flipping heck. Right. And if there's more than one suggestion, I may do a compilation. Is that the word? Compilation. What if there's more than one suggestion for next week's song? I'd do a wiki wiki mixer. <laughs> <laughs> if you could never do that again, it would be far too soon. DJ Jen DJ in the Jen. mix. Too many J's, DJ Jen. DJ Jen. Too many letters, DJ Jen K. <laughs> DJ JK. Should I tell them a funny story about my last name? Yeah, go on. Not relevant to the podcast, but it's At a really all. funny name. That's relevant. I mean, it's a really funny story. So, um, I got a nickname at uni and my nickname was Jenky. So the reason being, on two separate occasions, people thought that my first name was Jenky. So um, I went to uni in Sheffield and apparently the people in Sheffield don't understand a Wigan accent. Um, and I Understandably, remember, by the way. No, the first time I was in a class and they were taking a register. Not right, not really sure why. At uni, they were still taking registers. Mm. Anyway, um, they were taking a register. Fire and, safety, isn't it? The woman didn't know my name, of course. I was a nobody. Um, And she she was like, um, and your name? And I was like, Jen Kay. And she was like, and your second name? I was like, no, it's it's Jen Kay. And she was like, yeah, and your second name? And someone had to be like, no, her name is Jen and her second name is Kay. And I was like, oh. This is a killer. Oh, cool. And then it happened again when I was going to get some photography equipment out, and uh, they put like your a little slot in your last name, so it was it would have been under the letter K, 
and I could see my name on the top of my card and he was looking for ages and I was like I'm really sorry but like I can see it just right there and he was like oh I was looking for Jenky and I was like oh so I just it just stuck there so there's my story for the day and the podcast is done I hope we've got some more stories because we've got three points to make here (laughs) so on to the relevant stuff yeah why why you turned up so hopefully this is why you turned up anyway if it was for the first bit we'll see you again next week um (laughs) But obviously with the announcements and everything going on, we thought it was the perfect time to run through and talk you through why putting a weight loss target on a deadline is sabotaging your efforts. Because if you spent at least 30 seconds on social media after Boris made the announcement, everybody on the planet decided, right, that's it, then I've got X amount of time to lose X amount of weight um, because I need to be this size, this shape, this weight by this date and I have to do it. for this reason and that reason. And they all decided they were either a fat Barbie, a fat gorilla, or they were eating a plate of ice. Yeah, a plate of ice, yeah, I saw that one a lot as well. So, just a disclaimer, I know that some people did do it on a light-hearted note, but there was a lot of people, like, using them, like, really seriously. Like, there was a few jokes made in our group, wasn't there, about, like, the light-heartedness of it. I think we get that it is going to be... Like, it's quite funny in a light-hearted way. But we have to remember that it's social media and some people do take it in a serious matter, which is why it's such a difficult platform in general, isn't it? Because so many people will jokingly say, oh, I'm just going to be ice for the next four months so that I'll lose loads of weight. And someone else will see it and go, oh, is that what I have to do? Yeah, it's it's really, really difficult. And I think there's there's an element of fat shaming and diet culture that like really hits into these things and like that idea that it's the message that you see time and time again in various different ways that there's an expectation that you should look a certain way by a certain day and then that internalizes that pressure for certain people and is really triggering and I think if you were using it in a light-hearted way that's all right within your circle and people who understand that it is being used light-hearted but it's just remembering that actually that that can impact a lot of people quite negatively and make them see themselves in a different way or put certain pressures on themselves. And it's just kind of being aware of that, even as if you've got a small audience on your Instagram. And it's a hard one because I've got two opinions on the matter. Like I have that opinion and then I have the other opinion on YouTube, who you follow on social yeah. media. And I think that it's it's such a difficult subject and we really shouldn't be trying to go too deep into it in this yeah. podcast because we've got so much else to discuss but it's one of those things where you know it's your instagram so in theory you do what you want to do like yeah. we ain't going to tell you what to post and what not to post you crack on you use it for however you want to i think it's just because certain things like this become viral that it becomes a little bit mm-hmm. of a potential danger to people because they see it yeah and it's being seen two three four times an hour and then it's literally all they can think about all day but yeah. let's we'll have, we'll do that on a podcast at some point. We'll go a bit deeper into that subject of social yeah, media and stuff. But let's go into reason one why putting a weight loss target on we a deadline. We didn't actually say what the podcast was about, did we? Yes, I've done that bit, yeah. All right. I'll let you listen next week so you can see that I've already talked through <laughs> that bit. Because <laughs> obviously you don't listen to me during the podcast. Um, so uh, be more interested, and I might listen. I to don't you know how. <laughs> I'm boring, all right. <laughs> I've been trying for years to be fun and I don't know what to do. I only listen to you when you say funny things, which is quite often, so is it? that's a positive. Why? Well, it's not often enough, is it? <laughs> right, I'm on. so sorry. Right, okay. You start speaking so I can look bored. 
Go on. I'll use this next week on my Instagram. You speak and Emil can board and say this is my point. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say. Right, so am I. Because you're better at saying valuable words than me. I don't know anyone. You're a motivational speaker and I just splurge. You don't look very motivated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, right. Anyway, so. Point one. Point one. Wait not, wait not. Mm. Wait, I'm too busy giggling. This is why I do the speaking (laughs) and you do the boredom looks. Weight loss isn't linear. Um, it's it's not as easy as just going right. Sixteen weeks, I'm gonna lose sixteen pounds, one pound a week. Like, doesn't work like that. There's so many external influences when it comes to your weight that you can't just go. Let's do this, and this will happen. It, it's it's not that easy. And I think the problem in doing that is. By you saying, I'm going to lose X amount per week. One, if you don't, you feel like a failure. And two, actually what you then tend to do is, if it's not saying what you want it to say, you try and restrict more so that you actually lose it next week. And then you end up in this like little cycle of um, restricting, not seeing what you want. So then maybe you eat more because you're fed up. And then you restrict more because you've eaten more and you're beating yourself up because you're feeling guilty about eating more. And there's this like level of inconsistency that starts happening because you're like bouncing all around the shop. And it can get really draining, can't it? I think we did say, didn't we, on a recent podcast, whether it was last week or the week before, about the fact that you literally let in a number on the scale dictate what you do next. It's like, mm-hmm. right, like Jen just said, right, I've gained weight, so therefore I need to restrict more. Or I've lost weight, therefore I need to eat your cake as like a reward system kind of thing and it's this up and down this inconsistency all this and it's not because you've done anything wrong it's because you've well i guess it is but it's because you've done something wrong from the word go you've set that target of i'm going to lose a pound a week and that's what creates this inconsistency doesn't it and honestly i it's not your fault no like all like i'm not naming names but any kind of diet club you want to go to makes it feel achievable that you can lose one to two pound every single week it's not that easy it really isn't actually losing two pound a week consistently is bloody well hard like really hard when you look at the numbers it's pretty mental to think about it if you want to lose two pounds a week of body fat yeah so like not talking anything else i'm talking just body fat you have to be in a 7,000 calorie deficit which means you need to be in a 1,000 calorie deficit now i'm gonna have to generalize here but females Generally, smaller, uh, less muscle mass, um, and therefore burn less calories on a day-to-day. And then, again, that's nothing you've chosen to do. It's nothing you've done wrong. It's to do with like, the hormonal differences and less testosterone and stuff like that. You generally, smaller in height, less muscle mass mm. on average, which means that you burn less calories per day, which means that on average, you might burn somewhere between, I don't know, I'm guessing, one th- well, I'm not guessing, I'm guesstimating because everybody's different. Let's say your basal metabolic rate, the amount of calories you burn a day is 1,800 if you were to go in a 1,000 calorie deficit, you'd have to eat 800 calories a day. Nope. Every day. For, and let's say you want to lose eight pounds. For four weeks, you have to go into that. And then you Madness. get, you can't achieve that as well. There's so many really unhealthy things that come along with such a low calorie deficit. I know this is going off the point, but like, it really affects your hormones to the point where you can actually lose your period if you're doing things like that for such a long mm. period of time. It, it can affect your energy levels, your mood, give you headaches. Like, 
it's actually really unhealthy to be eating so little amount of food. And I think there's this expectation that that really is achievable. And I think week. it all, it probably, whether it started this or not, I don't know, but it's definitely been, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's been, not emphasised, it's been made bigger by my fitness pal, offering mm. you the option, do you want to lose a pound a week, pound and a half or two yeah. pounds? And everybody on the planet says, well, it's two pounds, yeah, that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So it bangs you straight in a 1,000 calorie deficit. But it won't let you go below, is it no. 1,200? Yeah. So more. most people come out at 1,200. So if you've gone on my fitness pal and you've got the calorie goal of 1,200, that's why. It's tried to put you in a calorie deficit. Either one, your BMI was 2,200 and you were in a 1,000 calorie deficit, or it would have put you below that, but it won't let you. I think I'd say like 80% of people who oh, go on and tons. use my fitness pal goal get like 1,200 as their goal. So many people. And it's a really big misconception, isn't it? And I think we've gone off on a tangent, but it's the very one that I'm very but passionate that about. That causes two issues though. The first issue it causes is it's put you in such a big calorie deficit that you struggle to hit it. But the second thing is, you've said, I want to lose two pounds a week and my fitness pal's gone, right, sweet, what's your BMR? And it's worked it out at 1,800 and gone, oh. This person needs to consume 800 calories, but we're not allowed to say that. So we'll just tell her it's 1,200. So it does that, but you're not actually in a 1,000 calorie deficit because you're consuming 1,200. So you're actually in a 600 calorie deficit, which means you don't lose two pounds in week one because you're not in a 1,000 calorie deficit, which then means you go, well, this isn't good enough. I'm either giving up or I'm eating less. So then you go down to 1,000, but you last like half an hour because eating 1,000 calories a day is ridiculously impossible. And so you can't sustain that. And then all of a sudden you're back up at 2,500 calories again and gaining weight. Mm. All because an app said you could do something that was completely unachievable. So it's yeah. not your fault. And I think I think the problem is as well when you have this expectation of, oh yeah, one pound to two pound a week is really achievable. And I think there's when you start off your weight loss journey, you tend to have like a big loss initially because there's a lot of water weight that you lose. So people are like, oh my goodness, I've lost like six, seven pound in a week. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a lot of that was just water weight. There was no actual reduction of fat, which is the main thing we want to be reducing. Oh, not much. Um, not much. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, And you then set this expectation that six to seven pounds a week is actually really achievable for you. Mm. When it's not, like that's not going to keep happening. And it's these unrealistic expectations that are then set because you're not given the tools to understand what what's actually going on in your body. Mm-hmm. And you then get really confused when you don't see this linear process happening and you don't see that each week your weight is going down. Like, don't work like that. Literally no. don't work like that. Like, the ex- if you can... Yeah, m- amazing if it goes down every week, but I'd say, like, 80% of people, it don't happen. Like... At least. At least, at least one week of the month, you're probably going to gain because around your period, you hold on to a load of water, so you put a bit of weight on. Mm. Like... It, it it happens. We like I've got clients who put on like a couple of kilograms, like four pounds every time they're due on the period. Like it some people naturally do hold on to a lot more water than others. And I think a good point to make on that is, and I know we're talking about point one quite a lot here, but I think it's one of the I would say point three is just as important. But yeah. The reason why this is so important is because if you think about it, if you gained four pounds, for you to lose a pound you need to be in a three thousand five hundred calorie deficit. For you to gain four that means you need to be in a 14,000 calorie surplus. Now, if you've gained four pounds overnight, I guarantee you wasn't in a 14,000 calorie surplus. That's on top of your maintenance, just yeah. so if anyone doesn't understand that word. So if your maintenance is 2,000 and you've gone 14,000 over, 
you've you have to have consumed sixteen thousand calories. And I know we can all sit here and joke and go, oh well, you've not seen me on a Saturday night. That's probably about sixteen pizzas. No <laughs> one has sixteen pizzas on a Saturday night. Impossible. So you didn't gain four pounds of body fat. Simple as that. And I think again, there's that. That is something in any kind of club that is not explained to you, you don't have that knowledge and therefore you end up beating yourself up and I think when you do lose or lose more than you expect like when it doesn't happen you then put the blame on yourself mm-hmm. and because you've not got that knowledge there you don't understand that and I think you've got to take that step back and look at the bigger picture and go right what is my overall trend saying like um I know some really great advice that you give out to someone the other day who was asking you about this is like weigh yourself every day, take an average. Mm. If, if, if you want to do it like that, that if you want like an overall loss of the week, weigh yourself every day, take an average and use that as your loss for the week. Don't kind of just be like, oh, here's one day, this is what I've lost for the whole week because mm. it, it doesn't work like that. Um, But yeah, I think... We've, I think that's a big year, isn't it? We've gone off on a tangent, but it's one Seven that's been times. really frustrating me. Like, this whole, like, expectation of one to two pounds every week, mm-hmm. like, it's actually, for a lot of people, really unrealistic. Yeah, and I think we've touched on a few things in point two as well, which is pretty good, because that yeah. means that we can probably say a little bit less in point two so that you can finish your walk a little bit sooner today. But <laughs> No, um, you'd keep going, we'd keep, keep talking yeah. and you'll never end This was going to be a 12-hour podcast. This. No, I'm joking, <laughs> but I don't know yet. We've not finished. Um, <laughs> the second point we want to make is similar to point one, but in a kind of different tangent, that weight loss is completely uncontrollable. You can influence it by your day-to-day actions and you can do things that mean that as a result, over time, you're going to lose weight. You can't control it. People always talk about, and we've just mentioned it, about being in a 1,000-calorie deficit means that you're going to lose two pounds a week or being in a 500 calorie deficit a day means you're going to lose one pound a week it isn't as simple as that it's not just as simple as right i'm in a 500 calorie deficit so at the end of the week i'll be one pound down Mm -hmm. and then the week after i'll go in a 500 calorie deficit every day again and i'll be another pound down it doesn't work as linear because you have no control over it and there's something really powerful in actually realizing that and understanding it believing it and having that as your kind of central point to your journey that this weight loss is not something I'm going to control. It's something I'm going to influence. So the things that I do over time are going to result in weight loss, but I'm not going to physically control that number on the scale. There are far too many variables out mm-hmm. there. There are so many different things. And if you don't know, like if you're like, well, what could look change it? It could be anything. You could have a bigger jump on when you jump on the scales and therefore you've gained a pound. Yeah. And you might be like, ah, yeah, but Phil, I jump on naked. All right, then. It might be because it's week four of your cycle, so you're holding on to more water. Maybe you need a poo. Maybe. You need <laughs> or a, a wee. Yeah. Really big wee. A really big wee can actually change your weight quite a lot. Yeah, pound a wee. Oh. Or high salt meal. Did you eat quite a lot of carbs last night? One gram of carbs, hold on to three grams of water. So, like, if you had a meal that was quite high in carbs, you might be holding on to quite a bit of water. Yeah. Like... There's so many variables. Something to reiterate on that, because I've said that in the past and it's confused people. When we say one gram of carbs holds onto three pounds of water, we don't mean three, uh, three grams. grams of water, we don't mean forever. Oh, it's no. not like you eat that carb and then that water stays forever. All we means is or all we mean is like probably for that evening or yeah. for that few hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will literally come off you. It's not something that's gonna stick with it's you. It's like carbs ain't bad. I always say to people, it's like a fake a fake weight. It's it's you've not put on fat. No. It's it's weight, like 
the way I try and explain it to people is like fake weight gain. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it'll come off like the day after. Yeah. Any, any weight you gain. Yeah, exactly. Off. And I think what's important is that when we talk about goals, it's all right to set goals. But when you are setting them, 99 times out of 100 people do it wrong. They set goals that are results based. So it's like, mm-hmm. I will lose this much. I will achieve this much. This will happen. Instead, set goals for things that you can control. Set process related goals. So I will get up at this time and I will train at this time and I will go out for a walk at this time. Because it's easy to say, right, I'm going to eat 1200 calories. I'm going to do 10,000 steps and I'm going to train every single day. Great. They're all results of doing things. Think of the process. How are you going to train every day? Mm. Well, I'm going to make sure my kit's out every night before I go to bed and I'm going to make sure my plan's sorted and my playlist is ready and my kit's, uh, my training equipment's out. Stuff like that. They're your goals. Your goal should be to get my training equipment ready the day before because then you're more likely to train. For steps, great, have a target, have a number. It gives you that accomplishment, you've achieved something. But that's not a goal, that's a result. Think of the goal. I'm going to set an alarm Mm -hmm. for 2 p.m. that says move in capital letters. And when that alarm goes off, my goal is that I count down to five and I get up and move. Mm -hmm. They're goals because they're part of the process. As a result, you do 10,000 steps. So when you're setting goals, you can't say, I'm going to lose a pound a week because that's the result of doing all the movement, all the training, the calories that you've been putting into your body. It's not a goal. It's just an end target Mm -hmm. that is completely uncontrollable, isn't necessarily unachievable, but doesn't really matter if you don't do the process bit. Mm -hmm. Sitting here and saying, I'm going to lose a pound a week does nothing. Actually sitting here and saying, right, I'm going to train, I'm going to eat less, I'm going to increase my steps, I'm going to make sure I'm going to change my snacks for this to this. That's the process. That's what helps you to lose weight, not just setting yourself a one pound a week target. And we did go really deep into this Mm -hmm. on a podcast around January. Um, So if you want to go back and listen to that, shall I see if I can quickly find it? Um, We went deep onto like how to set goals um, and not doing it in the, oh, here we go. Was it that one, Podcast 12? Yeah. Yeah, new me. Yeah, so have a little look at Podcast 12. If you're not sure, we go more into that idea of results, uh, not result-based goals. Um, process-based process goals. Process-based goals. Um, so yeah, go go back and listen to that one if 100%. you're not sure on what we're getting at on that one. And then point three, Jen. Yeah, it's unnecessary pressure. Like, I think it, it's, putting you, it's putting this pressure on yourself to hit, a certain weight that you have no control over so you don't need to be or look or feel different when you come out of thinking specifically the lockdown goal and reverting back to that 21st of June day yeah it is relevant but and we both did posts on this didn't we like of course we did and go and read them if you want to get specific on that situation um but I think the, the thing for us is, and I had a really nice conversation with a client last night, is she, she got really lost and confused in this because she was like, well, actually, I do want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no one's saying you can't lose weight. No one's saying you can't change. It's just don't change for a day, change for you. Make those changes for yourself. Like, people aren't going to care what you look like. They just want to see you. They've not seen you properly. They've not hugged you. They've not, like, spent... A decent amount of time with you for months maybe even a year like no one it's not going to change everyone's view of you but that's the case all the time mm-hmm. and you should never be and i know it's easy for us to sit here and say this but 
try and work on thinking why it's important to you not to anyone else like are you losing weight because of what you see on social media or what people what you think people think of you or are you genuinely wanting to change for yourself wanting to feel fitter healthier um better in your skin better in your clothes like all those reasons are really valid reasons to change and absolutely do that like you are allowed to want to improve and lose weight for your health. Mm-hmm. Like no one should ever tell you any different and don't feel bad about wanting to make ch- positive changes. Like you're absolutely within your rights to do that. And you should never feel guilty about that because it's positive that you want to improve your health. And um, it has become confusing for a lot of people, yeah. hasn't it? Because there's all these different movements and different people saying different things that like, you shouldn't lose weight. So hang on, what, what I want to. and it's really confusing some people and I just think that it's you and I think if you're if you're trying to lose weight for an external reason like somebody else you'll never win because there's 7 billion of us on the planet Mm -hmm. it is physically impossible to please everybody you don't even like everybody so why do you expect everybody to like you Mm -hmm. like it's not going to happen so stop trying to lose weight for other people lose weight for you if it's that if that's what you want to achieve you focus on you your health your life what it is that you're doing on a day to day don't lose weight for somebody else. Mm. Somebody else, or somebody else's opinion of you is relevant. What you think of you is important. How you feel is important. Someone else doesn't like you, that says more about them than it does about you. And looking after your health is important as 100%. well. Like, if, if you want to lose weight so that you don't end up with diabetes later down the line mm. or health conditions because you're overweight, like isn't that a great thing yeah. that's a really great thing like you've gone right i want to look after my body don't feel guilty about that like it can be really confusing but i think the point is make sure don't put that pressure on you like you've got unlimited amount of time to work on this and actually if you give yourself all of that time you're more likely to be successful and more likely to sustain your results than if you put an end point to it because you, you're going to put yourself into panic mode. Uh, you're going to feel like you failed if you're not on track for where you expect to be. And there's all kinds of negative and unnecessary pressure points that you end up within if you try and do that to yourself. So change if you want to, but make sure it's for you. Mm-hmm. And don't put that pressure on by making it X amount of weight by X amount of day. Yeah, I love that. And I think a little point I want to make, and I forgot to put this in the notes, it's just popped into my head. When you do put a deadline on weight loss, what do you do the day after that? You stop, don't you? You do what you were doing in the past. So if you're putting a deadline oh, on like weight loss... Oh, like when you get to the end point? Yeah, when you get to the end yeah. point, you just stop, and that's it. You go back to what you was doing. So putting a deadline on it of the 21st of June, what are you going to do on the 22nd? Probably be up and over like most of us. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do on the 23rd? What are you going to do on the 24th? This should be about you and your life. That gender said it's about being healthier, living longer, reducing the chances of getting things like diabetes and other health problems. Like that's why we should do, you know, that's why we should want to improve and progress and make positive health to decisions. To live a longer life. Yeah, we get a few Have years longer. more time to enjoy the beautiful world that we live in. Yeah, I love hopefully. the fact that for every hour of, yeah, hopefully, for the every, every hour that you train, you get an extra two hours on earth. Yes. That's sensational. Yeah. And I think we've got really preachy today. But in a positive way. Positive I feel like we've been talking about a lot of stuff that we're quite passionate about today. Oh, that's good. I feel quite passionate anyway. Are you passionate about on the spot? I think that's where we're up to. <laughs> yes. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Dan's excited. Good question this week, I think. I, in actual fact, I had three good questions and I didn't know what to pick, so I've got some lined up for next Can week. Can I just well. say it's a good question every week and you've all smashed it and all Sorry. you are. <laughs> I got a great question come through, by the way. For me? Mm. When? When you um, asked in the WhatsApp group the other day. Someone sent one for me? Yep. No uh, way. I was very grateful because it means I don't need to ask a question next week. <laughs> I just got one through, so uh, thank you very much, Caroline. You know what you want. Oh, she's the one whose question I'm asking. If she's asked the same question to both of us, <laughs> I will be fuming. Actually, I think it might be. Caroline, Are you ready? I'm fuming. If it, one sec. Before you say anything, let me think, because if she's asked us both the same question, I know what this question is, and I need to think. Well, you preparing an answer for a question, it might not be. Stop trying to read the future. Predict the future, even. Stop trying to read the future. <laughs> Well, they could do that. Go then. Okay. Um, if you could marry anyone, Ooh. dead or alive, mm. who would you consider marrying besides Jen? I'd definitely pick someone alive. Okay, good. It'd be a very <laughs> awkward wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking right now because I feel like it's disrespectful. Good. <laughs> um... Yeah, but like, I think I think the point is like, if the dead like. It's like pretending that they're actually alive. I got the point, Jen. I was just joking. I know. <laughs> I understood they'd be alive at the wedding. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> wow. I think it's just because of the picture that I created in my head. Please stop creating pictures of me marrying dead people. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Um, dead or alive? Did, did she put a disclaimer in there that it isn't allowed to be you? Yeah. Besides, Jen. That is such a shame. So you've got an out. <laughs> How many seconds do I need to moan about the fact that I'm not allowed to marry you for just to make sure that it's alright? That's alright. Are you good? Yeah. I'll grovel after the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I understand that there's other people in the world that you find attractive. Like, I'm not the only one. No, I don't think I think of anyone, actually. <laughs> there's nobody on the planet that I find attractive. Other than Come on, who are you going to marry? <laughs> why, why are you pushing me to marry someone else? I want to know. Oh. Is it one of the people I've got in my head? I know who you've got in your head. <laughs> Tell me who I've got in my head. You've got Maya Jammer. Yeah. Rita Ora. Yeah. Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. They were my three. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, I'm going to go with none of them. <laughs> someone ginger. I bet it's someone ginger. Phil's got a thing for ginger people. That's... Which was good for the t- period of time that I was ginger. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Are you doing that again this summer? No, you go for weird people, though. Correct. Look at you. Hence why you met me. <laughs> yeah. I think... Um, oh, do you know I would? Who? Just because you just reminded me I go for weird people. Yeah. Oh, can I predict? Um, I can't remember a real name. I know who you're going to go for. Should we say it at the same time? So I can't yeah. throw you down and then... Can we say a, a Is name? it character in yeah. something? Yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bill Jess. Who's Jess? That's a good one, though. Thank you. She is a murderer, you realise. That's fine. Keep me on my toes. <laughs> I'm been with you I for thought you meant Jess. I thought you were going to say Jess from New Girl. Oh, great shout. Zooey. Zooey Deschanel. That's a very good shout. We understand her name is Zoe and not Zooey. Mm. I'm not going to lie, when you ask me, I have no answers now. I've got five. <laughs> a busy wedding day, this, Hit isn't corn. it? <laughs> um, Can it be Jess? Because I'd come to the wedding and just be best friends with her. Would you not be best friends with Villa now? She's a murderer. She is funny though, isn't she? Yeah, she's brilliant. Honestly, that scene, if you've seen um uh the uh, what's it called? Killing Eve. Yeah, if you've seen Killing Eve, that scene where she licks the guy's face, honestly, 
absolutely made me crease. I was like, she is a massive weirdo and I respect that. I, I just think she's... I thought she was like the like I've not seen a lot of films either. Like no. I'm not big into I don't know if I mentioned this in podcasts probably are but I don't really watch like loads of films loads of TV till I met Jen uh, and now obviously I watch loads of films on TV because it's what Jen loves doing. Can but, I add another on the spot question because it's relevant to this? Can I finish what I'm saying? No, you can. Go on then. What? <laughs> Becca rarely asked the question. What did you What did you coach point out before you met Jen? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good question. <laughs> because of that fact right there. Oh, See why I needed to put in for that. Well, it was my mum's couch and it points at my mum's TV. <laughs> there you go. Um, what was I saying? Sorry, I, it was really funny. You ate it when I do that as well. I know I do because I'm losing my point. I know. Train I of thought. My point. You didn't watch TV or films before you met me. Yeah, so I had a very low kind of like bank of actresses and actors that I knew about. Oh, like, yeah, you I couldn't really know. name many. Like if you go to like a, a pub quiz and it was like, who are these people? I'd be like, no idea, not a clue. <laughs> Unless it was like a footballer, I was like, not or someone in like fitness industry. I've not a clue who they are. Anyway, that meant that Villanelle quickly became my favourite actress <laughs> yeah. because she was the only one and I still don't know her real name. Is and you were also amazed. Oh, I can't remember. She, I have no idea. I can't remember. Anyway, I thought she was amazing anyway. I then found out that she was actually a Scouser. And I was like, how are you so good? Had so many accents. <laughs> like, all those accents. How did she actually, at one point in that, did a Russian person doing an English yeah. person's accent? And I was like, <laughs> that is ridiculous. And it just made me fancy her a little bit more. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, I'm sure you could do a lovely Russian person doing an English accent. Oh, Yes. That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. That was more like an American person doing an English person's accent. It was, accent. yeah. That was absolutely awful. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was going to say, can we all just give Jen a round of applause? I hate it when people refer to themselves in third person. That made me sick. Can you just give me a round of applause for the fact that I listened? Because I remembered where you were at. Well done. Thank you. No and one's I'm... giving you a round of applause. I bet they are. Can I just say as well, you've looked less bored this week. I'm making an effort. That's good. I'm in a very positive mood. So the sun is shining. I've had Beautiful. a coffee and I'm a little bit jittery. Mm. Like yeah, Jen sat next to me vibrating. <laughs> Sometimes caffeine has that effect on me. It does. Um, it I'm just feeling great today. I think... Accidental lying this morning. Yeah, Jen didn't set the alarm. She up at <laughs> seven instead of six. <laughs> so that was nice. Plan was though to have the podcast done by nine and it's 9.13. Oh, that means we've waffled. No, it doesn't. I think there was a lot of value in this. It means we stayed in bed an hour. <laughs> Longer than we should have. I think this podcast, though, was very good. Mm. It means I've got 17 minutes, no, now 16 minutes, to upload this, write an email, and find out where I'm going to go on a bike ride today. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So that's my Based plans. on that, I think we need to go then, because Phil's really busy right now. I am so busy. Got, got better places to be than on this podcast. So busy. <laughs> Just too busy. Anyway, that was a great on-the-spot question, by the way, Caroline. I loved yeah, I loved that. that. It's a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. And in fact, it was on par with what she's asked me to ask you as well. Excellent. So, Caroline, listen again next week. You're getting two in a row. Yeah, there we go. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Hope you're all feeling positive and enjoying the sunshine. Hopefully it's still sunny on Monday. We when always say this. We do, don't we? Yeah. Why is it always sunny when we do the podcast? Because there's joy in the world because we're speaking and our daffodils are blooming some blooming daffodils blooming egg blooming blooming daffodils on the (laughs) on the anyway we're clearly excited because we've said bye seven times right have a fantastic week we'll catch up next week bye before you go make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on 
each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.